to the Dad Gup Show Season 2! Yeah, Dad Gab coming back at you for season two this week. I'm one of your co-hosts, Luck, along with Mike. Welcome to season two. Boom. And along for the ride, we have Luke. Yay! Yay! Um, I think I think that's upgraded to social media manager, Luke. Now something like I'm just that. saying, yeah. <laughs> right? You you keep offering to do it, so. I just, I don't remember how to do any of this stuff. So I'm like, Luck, will you tell him? What and- do we do? How do we do this? How do we log in? I don't remember. We'll get Twitter going so, so we can actually have proper polls. That'll be Oh, fun. oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, like, it's not my fault that Facebook stopped working and allowing me to set up polls. Like, that's not like I screwed that up. Like, to be talk fair, to, you- talk, to, talk to Zuckerberg. You, you didn't you didn't investigate it either. You just kind of gave up. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Because I, there's there was a thing. Never mind. It doesn't matter. But they took it away on purpose. They took it away on purpose. So you have to have like old, like non-updated Facebook to be able to do it. So that literally makes no sense. But okay. Wow. Because in the update, get out of here, he, man. Get, all right, it's done. We're back. We're season two. We two have minutes made it. in, and I'm already cranky. We're, we've made it to season two. All the all the naysayers, right, said we were going to be out in a couple months, and it's been it's the one year anniversary show too. So yeah. how about that? Yeah, I feel special. Um, you you should. Yeah, actually, what what did I call this? The one year uh, anniversary extravaganza. Extravaganza. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Where's all that new Gallus beer though that you posted? I don't see any of it. Uh, yeah, I didn't get. Yeah, my, I got. One I didn't my, get my shit. I got one in my hand. Oh. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> right. Well, you know what? Well, there'll be I, I plenty can... for the show for him. He says. Yeah, I didn't get a text saying, "Hey, bring some down," either. So. <laughs> I mean, I suppose that's fair. And and one of you two was in Peoria yesterday. I just want to point out. It, it wasn't Ooh. me, so I wonder who that could have been. I think I think it I don't know. Which also then brings the but, question, did you bring me back some Rodell? Uh did I bring back Rodell? Yes. Did, did I bring you back Rodell? No. Okay. Look, it's uh I brought home the rum barrel breakfast stout. It's Oh, dude, it's magnificent. It's like 12.5%. It's marvelous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do all we do? Yeah. We all have beers right now? Should we do that? I do. Uh, I do. I, I, I do. I have, a, I have a beer. It is a New Glarus beer. Okay. It is a Wisconsin Belgian Red. Okay. Wisconsin Belgian Red. Of course. Um, that was uh, go ahead. I got a story, but you go ahead and introduce your beers first. Okay. Uh, I have a Goose Island Next Coast IPA. Uh, it's made with tropical juicy hops, and it's kind of up Mike's alley. It's seven percent, so not quite as all high right. as he likes to go, but you know, it's all right. Because <laughs> neither is mine. Actually, is also seven percent, which is fine. It's uh, B forty three. 
from uh where is it man it's dark as can be in here because i'm trying to keep the room cool old nation brewery um they do an m43 this is a b43 it's a brute style ipa interesting 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 all right delicious mm. that's very nice very nice so i want to so, share i want to share something with the listeners if i may i cut you off slightly but you know during our little pre-show routine which takes all of maybe five minutes where we determine what we're talking about today it's a very said, planned hey, out show yeah i said hey look I figure, you know, this is the extravaganza, man. You've been hyping this up. You got things to talk about today, right? I didn't even think of anything because I was so sure you were full of ideas. And what'd you say? I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had weeks off. We've got nothing. Do you, I've been working. All right. I've been working hard. We got the new website. We've got yeah. new stuff coming in. I'm doing the behind-the-scenes stuff, okay? On-air talent. Well, I'm on air, aren't I? That's what I do. I'm here. Uh, so so you, just, you just referenced the website. Are we, are we officially launching that? Are you wanting we can, to win? We can officially launch it now. Okay. All right. So new DadGab website, dadgabshow.com. You can find all of our shows there. There will be blogs by each of the hosts, hopefully, there. Um, nothing in detail, just, just crazy things. And, uh, hopefully just a, a nice fun site for everybody that can go to that's easier than going to our old site. So on board, thanks to, then, uh, webmaster, webmaster, drew, webmaster, drew, appreciate mm-hmm. it, sir. Webmaster drew did it. Um, also we're, we're changing. In fact, if you, if you go to the old dad, dad gap site, um, on Podbean, it's no longer there. We've changed our our podcast ho- our our hosting site. We're with um, Buzzsprout now, I think it is. And uh, so, by changing that site, we can we can uh, do our social media teasers like we were doing before. So, hopefully, we'll have more of those little teasers up that people can listen to, as well as. Um, if I've done things right the way they should be, so no guarantees on that. <laughs> People should, uh, all the listeners should be able to listen to different tracks of the show, like the different chapters. If they just want to listen to one chapter, or not they don't have to listen to the whole show. So oh, that's good. That's good because you know. So if I just want to listen to odds and ends, because you know we know that's the best segment, I can just listen to odds and ends. Absolutely, yes. 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 Wow, fantastic. And all the ladies who love the baseball segments can skip right over that. That's, <laughs> that's fair. I mean, all right. No you problem. We're very happy with that. We're trying to cater to everybody. So, yes. Yeah. So, that's the stuff I've been doing behind the scenes. What have you been doing? Huh? Well, I don't do behind the scenes as discussed. <laughs> Fine. Be like that. Yeah. Right. I will. So, I got a story about my beer. Okay. So it's New Glarus, so you have to go to Wisconsin to buy it, right? Yep. Um, so I and my brother lives in Wisconsin, so we went up to visit last weekend as a quote unquote safe kind of out of town getaway, right? Sure. 
So we went up, visited, and I'm like, I'm going up to Wisconsin. I'm gonna I'm gonna get some new Glarus. That's what I'm gonna do. And uh, I want I specifically they on their website they say they brew the the red year round now. So I was excited, right? Like oh we yeah, do we do know your love of the reds, yes. They're they're brewing the red. So I go up there and I go, and my brother's like, go to Meyer. That's the best place to buy. You're gonna get the best price if you go to Meyer. Because he lives in uh, Racine, Kenosha area. So, okay. So I go to Meyer. No reds. They got everything else. No reds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we go to this. (laughs) We go to this. uh, It's called the Cheese Castle. It's it's literally built like a castle. And it's it's a big tourist trap is what it is. And he's (laughs) like, if they don't have it at Meyer, they're going to have it at the Cheese Castle. So we go to the Cheese Castle. And sure enough, they've got the reds. Okay. And four packs. I bought them all. <laughs> I cleared out the shelf. That's right? fantastic. That's awesome. Had no. you had it before? I've had, um, I think I've had a different red. I've not had this red before. Right. So this you were kind of gambling there. I was. I was. But I was gambling on the fact that I like the reds and it's New Glarus, which I like. So yeah, sure. I was kind of. Kind of going, you know, it was a, it was a uh, estimated guess. So, uh, did it? Does it? Upon first inspection, there does it live up to what you hoped for? It's good. It's not. It's um. It's very. It's got definitely got a, a tart cherryness to it. Oh. So. Mm-hmm. What's the uh, What's the ABV on that? I was looking. I can't find it. I can get it for you at break. I'll okay. let you know then. It's not on the bottle. Camping, but four nine five two. Yeah, I mean it's I not going to be high. You said it's a Belgian red. It's a Belgian red. I feel like yes. Belgians tend to have a little more oomph to it. A little more oomph. Yeah, I mean you're the resident beer expert, so I, I'm going with you on that. Of course, your now bio. I'm go- now I'm going to look bio, at it. Your bio states on the uh, dadgapshow.com. Resident beer expert. Good job, Mike. Hey, thanks. <laughs> <sighs> So, uh, what what have you guys been doing over break, over our three week break? Is it Wisconsin Belgian Red? Yes, it's four percent. Shows what I know. There you <laughs> go. Not a thing. <laughs> but it it's, is it's, brewed. It is brewed with uh, oh. cherries. Is the first big thing that's listed there. So, cherries. It's it's definitely a tart cherryness. If you like the cherries, which I do. It's good. Nice stuff. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Luke's just shaking, Luke's his, shaking head. his head. I don't <laughs> uh, I've got a, I've got I've got a different beer for later in the show that you're gonna appreciate. You I, I do as well. So yeah, all right. That's I only brought one. Beer. It's a sixteen ounce. I feel like that's I've found that that's generally right in my wheelhouse for the show. Um, are you, are you still recovering from your escapades yesterday? Uh, it was actually several days worth and yeah, I mean, like I, I took, uh, I don't know if I was even going to talk about this because everybody, like, I don't want to be judged quite honestly. I just don't want to be judged. Like what I will say is that the wife and I needed some time where we weren't trying to balance work and be decent parents every hour of the day, which is what it's been pretty much since the middle of March. And I think we had both kind of just gotten to the end of our rope. 
um, the in-laws were like, yeah, come on up. And we're like, yeah, you do know that we will be visiting an establishment or two. Like, I want to make that clear up front. Like, that is going to happen. And they're like, yep, come on. So we really only went out and we were very, we were very socially conscious and we wore masks and we didn't sit anywhere near anywhere. And most places were, um, were quite empty, quite honestly, which was nice. So like, you didn't, you didn't feel like, you know, you were standing like shoulder to shoulder with anybody. Everybody was very like conscious of serving and bottled water instead of like you know because i i like to have water while i'm i'm drinking just to kind of offset things and everybody was like well here's some bottled water and this and that so like like that was really cool um but yeah like we you know and then there's there's a place down the road from where her her parents live that stock really good craft beer so we just we like load up and just just do it so like i we had food delivered we we drank a bunch. We ate a bunch of terrible food that was marvelously good. Just uh, <laughs> like I'm sure like kidneys and stomach, like my whole like middle section is just not real pleased with me, but I don't care. Mentally, I'm so happy. I, I, I'm just going to say nobody on the judge or nobody on the show is judging you. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> you just some, you, sometimes you have to do something like that. I mean, we've all been stuck in high side and even though things are opening up, you know, I still don't go out very much but you just got to do something like that every now and then you're fine you took yep. precautions you 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 stayed socially distanced you wore your mask you did all the right things america thanks um you know so no judgment yeah no judgment well good but yeah. so yes man well, i'll tell you what i was ready to judge you you know me i was ready to <laughs> judge but i can't it's fine everything you did was perfectly okay well, thank you you know but it's just one of those things that like everybody's got their own level of what they will and will not risk right now and what they think is okay and what isn't. And I'm not here to question any of that. I'm just telling you that from a mental standpoint, we needed this. Uh, I don't think the in-laws listen, but thank you very much guys. I told you that a hundred times, but still thank you. And uh, yeah, it's a good time. Good. Good. Um, we drove home last night from being in Springfield and we drove home right at, dusk and when we so when we came over the river the horizon was just nothing but different sets of fireworks going off all across the city yeah it was and and my my brother-in-law made this statement the other night but last night it was more true it was like when you stood outside my house last night it it sounded like 1980s beirut like just warfare going off, just <laughs> shells going off left and right everywhere. It There's was some big ones crazy. Too. There's some big ones because you know we'd hear them too, and like the you'd hear the, thump, you know, which is yeah. like as it's getting shot up into the sky. It's not. We're not talking little things like the thump, and you'd look and you'd wait, and I'm like, well, that's like that's not far from like performance level grade type stuff yeah. you guys are doing, which I'm sure made your lady really happy. Yeah, yeah, Lady Luck was Sue. That's her favorite night of the year. It's July fourth, <laughs> and it it kept going too. Like where I live, like it was, it, it didn't stop until like twelve thirty. It yeah. was just yeah, constant. And yeah, it was. I could I could turn left, right. You know, we shot off a few, but they were relatively small, comparatively speaking. And it was just it was nonstop until you know twelve twelve from about nine to about twelve thirty last night. I could look outside and I could see. 
fireworks in any direction. So, and, and I don't mind. It's July. If you're going to shoot them on July 3rd, July 4th, I don't care. Like, have fun. It's the people that are shooting them off two weeks ago and they're going to be shooting them off two weeks from now that I'm just like. Two weeks from now? Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My only problem with it is I might have started drinking about uh, two o'clock yesterday. Nice. So by like 9 30, I was ready for bed. And I'm like, these people will not stop. <laughs> You're ready for I'm bed done. at nine. Th- you're ready for bed at nine thirty every night, Luke. Don't lie to me. <laughs> this is also a valid point, but especially <laughs> last night because I had been drinking seven percent, you know, IPAs. Good for you, for man. While. Good for you. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. Good intro. We're back, baby. And we're back. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed the uh, new loop music that'll be on there. And uh, first, first response I got to get, Mike. What do you think? What do you think of the new uh, loop music? It's not bad. It's a little cliche, but it's all right. I don't mind it. <laughs> you you want to you want to explain? Yeah. So in high school, I was in a band, and uh, that which you heard would have been the opening track to the album that we put together. So that's part of what that is. So you know, I think it's cool. Like I, I giggled hard. I, I probably blushed a little bit when you played it, but uh, there it is. Um. Yeah. He had no idea. No. Um, no, I did not. That's fantastic. So uh, you, I could tell you had a little glint in your eye from like the first notes yeah and it yes. was like it was like wait wait i've heard this before and yeah. then, then well, it, it, it starts kinda, with kind of like okay. the backward symbol thing which like kind of like fades in a backwards sort of way and so i remember doing that i remember part of recording that so yeah yeah that uh i'm i definitely i got the cheeks going right now i'm a little mm-hmm. smiling a little hard and the cheeks are a little red there it is so i we've been cleaning and doing all this crap all summer and since the you know the we've been stuck in the house yep i found an old um storage tote and on the top it's literally labeled um lux crap that's that's what it's labeled (laughs) so i was like what is in this thing so i went through it i i found the old uh, pbs demo Mm. in there and uh so i was like oh i can totally use this i can use this (laughs) uh yeah, on board. So, 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 so we have permission to use the loop, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, we, I was need... only one fifth, but I believe that yes, I have the authority oh, to uh, right. to allow You're... that. Yes. All right. You. It's a verbal contract. It's binding now. Yep, so it's you fine. got it. Fine. I witnessed it. <laughs> All right. Um, we got a good segment here for you. I think. Uh, so, Luke, you want to kind of uh, walk us through this and tell us kind of what you were thinking, your idea on this, and all that. Yeah. Kind of stuff? Yeah, so like basically what I was thinking is, you know, we, we miss sporting events, we miss going to live concerts, you know, so it just had me thinking about, you know, some of the best or maybe even worst, 
you know, live sporting events or concerts moments you've been to over the years. You know, we, we can't wait to have that stuff back. But, you know, it just kind of got me thinking about some of, you know, some of my all-time classic favorites moments that I've actually been able to witness live, not just on TV, but actually sitting in a, a seat or a stand at, 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 as I said, as at a sporting event or a concert or something like that. So, you know, for me, you know, just right off the top of my head, you know, it, w- it would probably be go- going to game one of the NLDS in 2003. So, like, I actually drove down to Atlanta and attended that first game in, in 2003. The, you know, Kerry Wood pitched to Jim and, you know, he had the backwards catch and all of that stuff. And just being able to actually witness it and be there live was fantastic, you know. So that's kind of where I was kind of thought something we could talk about and discuss. If I may. If I may, and I I, maybe adding to the lore of this story, or maybe it's just something that I made up in my brain at some point. Did you guys not have tickets? No, we did. Um, This is one of the best parts about that story is if we were looking at trying to go to Chicago, it was me and um, so a guy that we used to wrestle with named Steve. um, I think he's kind of a listener of the show. Sometimes I know he responds on, on Facebook and stuff like that. But, you know, we were, we were kind of looking at tickets in Chicago and we couldn't get anything for less than like three, four, $500. I mean, there was nothing there. It was all right. scalped and secondhand. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder how much it is to go to Atlanta. 10 bucks. Okay. So maybe that's, maybe that's why in my head it's like, so like, ridiculous because that's when the Braves were good all the time. And so like, they didn't even get up for like division series. They're like, eh, eh. Yeah. This was like near the end of their like 11 divisions, you know, championships in a row. Yeah. It was, you pulled into the parking lot and there was as many Cub fans down there as there were Braves fans. I mean, because they were just, as I said, you can get tickets for 10 bucks. I'm like, Steve's like, I don't don't really have the money to go. You know, It's, it's a long trip and I'm like, dude, I'll pay for the ticket and the gas borrow some lunch money from your dad. Let's go. You know, <laughs> I love that. I, lo- I, I love the story. I love, I love the concept of this. I'm a, I'm an event guy. I like going to see things. I like going to do things. So I love the idea here. All right. I think, I think the first, I mean, I can piggyback off that. And Mike was there too. We went to um, game one of the O2 NLCS in St. Louis. And it it's uh it's the it's it's known as the Kenny Lofton game, and yes. uh, <laughs> and uh, it was the Giants Giants Cardinals, and the final score was high. It was like fourteen set fourteen ten or something like Giants won. Um, Kenny Lofton gets hit at early in the game, second inning or something. Yeah, and st- I think Matt Morris was pitching, and he stares down Morris as he's walking to first. And of course, everybody gets up on that. And then he, the next time up, he smacks a two or three run homer on top of that. And I think Bonds hit a homer and Pools hit a homer that game. Yeah. It was, it was a little crazy. I remember a lot. I remember a lot going on. Now, obviously, I'm not a Cardinal guy. I don't feel like I was vocally pro Giants too much there. Like, I, like, I try to be at least a little respectful and or I didn't, I didn't want to get beat up. So, because that's an important game. Like, it's one thing to go in the middle of June and root for the opposing team. It's another thing to do it in the division series. Like, eh, right. maybe, maybe pump the brakes a little bit. But I do remember being there. That was a really cool, 
really cool like, game. Yeah, if you were a Giants fan, that'd be one thing, you know. But right, but I'm know, not. But you're not. <laughs> I was just, so I was just there to go to a playoff game for the game, ride. Right. Yeah, mm. that's still the that's still the only playoff game I've ever been to. Is, is um, I went to the that 2003 game, and then in 2015, I went to I think it was what game one between the Cubs and the Cardinals. Uh, nice. And that was that was a lot of fun. Other than the Cardinals won that first game, so yeah, that was like one nothing, right? It was, yeah, it was super tight. Like, yeah. yeah, and that one Mike, just happened at a spur of a moment. Like a buddy of mine was like, "Hey," or my brother was like, "Hey, my best friend has an extra ticket. Do you want to go?" Because it was right around my birthday, anyways. And I'm like, "I don't, I, I don't uh, sure. <laughs> are you? Are you yeah." He's like, don't worry, I'll pay for the ticket. Happy birthday. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good birthday present. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Other than they lost, but that's a different story. Yeah. Luck was happy. And it was it was a Friday night, too, because I was coaching yeah. football while uh, checking on the game. Yeah. Um, well, for me, like, there's much more concert focused, but because we've gone at least around on uh, sports, I'll, I'll give one here. I got two. One was I got to go to old Yankee Stadium, nice. and uh, it, it rained all day. Oh. And it was like, oh, are they even going to play? And they wound up playing. Paul O'Neill, who is my guy, hit a home run, and uh, they won, which was awesome. Also, at the time, my friend Poon, he, uh, he had a good friend who he met in college who's from Chicago, and he got us tickets to all three Cubs Yankee games when interleague first started. Oh yeah. I, I can't recall the year. Sorry. My brain's oh, mush. It was Oh three. Thank you. Yeah. And so like we went to all three Cubs. you know, like the first time those guys, those two teams had played in however many years, like, and got to go to all three of those. Uh, we saw Clemens attempt and lose uh, his uh, shot at 300, yeah. um, which obviously eventually got, but, like that was that was really cool, and one of the games we were in the bleachers, which was you know like an experience, unlike anything you know, just to be there in the bleachers where everybody's kind of drunk and bonkers. It was a really good time. Those are probably my. Who were you rooting for? Players. Who were you rooting for? Yeah, that's a really you know. <laughs> that's a t- I mean, those are your those are both your teams. Yeah, those are exactly like I was really quietly just cheering for both. Like it isn't like it's we like I don't. I think at one point we were in the bleachers. I may have like made a positive kind of sound when the Yankees <laughs> did something well at one point, and that did not go not over go well. well. No, <laughs> like, but Can I- yeah, like it, it's hard. Like I, I think still, if they met in the World Series, I would tell you I'm very pro Cub versus Yankees just because of the histories. I think you have to, even though the Cubs just got one not that long ago, I still feel like if they met in the World Series this year, I'd have to say go Cubs just because the Yankees are always lurking and the Cubs are rarely. So that uh, that's where that goes. Can I, can I piggyback on your New York story? <laughs> sure. So, uh, so uh, Glenn, you know, Glenn, Glenn and I went on a ballpark tour yep. and uh, we, the, the, we, we did it. We, we toured Yankee stadium. They weren't in town. The Mets were in town. So we went to go see a Mets game at old Shea. Yep. Dump, by the way, huge dump, <laughs> big dump. It did not. It did not help. We were there on like a dog night either, so they paraded oh, the dogs around the field too. Um, some some of them did their business. Yeah, we yeah, I bet it. they did. I bet they did. Uh, but 
So they're playing the Phillies, okay, and this is 07. And the Mets are winning the division, but they've been slipping because we went in September. So they're slipping, and they're playing the Phillies. And Utley gets up to bat. Chase Utley gets up to the Phillies. And the Mets fans who are behind us, we're in the upper deck, but the Mets fans who are behind us are just chanting, Utley sucks, Utley sucks. There's a couple hundred of them chanting it. It's not like a couple guys. (laughs) Nice. Utley smacks a home run, just destroyed the ball. I, we have Philly fans sitting in front of us while he's rounding the bases. So he gets the first, maybe halfway between first and second. The Philly fans stand up. There's a group of 30 of them. They stand up, they turn around, they face those Mets fans, and they start chanting, Utley sucks, Utley sucks, wow. right in their face. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And we're stuck in the middle there, so we're like, uh, what are we going to do? I think it's time to go get a beer. <laughs> so what about the opposite? What's what's one of your least favorite live things you've ever attended? I've got one. Yeah. Uh, Tyler and I once drove to Watsika. Yeah. Yeah. To see Travis Meeks slash Days of the New. And we got there. And the openers were decent. The openers were decent. That's cool. Uh, He got on stage. And he does kind of like an instrumental thing that he likes to do first. And people started uh, chanting tantric at him. Which is, for those of you who don't know, (laughs) Days of the New... The whole, the rest of the guys went and formed a new band called Tantric with just a different singer. Right. And uh, man, maybe they were chanting some kind of drug reference at him because he's had a bunch of drug reference or drug problems. And he, it was about, I don't know, maybe a minute into his instrumental thing. He put his guitar down, sang no words and left. Wow. Wow. Hopped into a car or a van and was gone. Wow. That's way bit worse than I. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And how did you feel? How did you feel when you were there? Like you know what? Like I laughed. Like Tyler was pissed. He was pissed because like you know he like, you know I I felt bad for him because clearly like that dude's got some issues, and that's that's fine. I like I'm I'm not laughing at that, but like oh man like but like what do you like? We're in the middle of Watsika. Like at some like <laughs> crappy. I don't even know where Watsika is. Yeah, like just this, you know, like we drove like it's like two hours or whatever because there's no direct route. It's one of those things that you have to just like, yeah. you yeah. know, just wind your way through just to get there, you know. And like I like he was mad, like he was mad, and I just like I mean, how very days of the new because that guy's a mess. To like drive that distance just to hear him not sing a word, like was wow. was kind of funny. <laughs> so I, I have I have two, but they're not nearly as good as that. Um, one was really just it ticked me off, but the first one was it was probably somewhere like between ninety six ninety seven, and we went to see ACDC down in St Louis, and it was you know July August, and it was it was it was like it is now, where it was just hot as balls out, you know. 95 degrees feels like 110 and 
they had played the whole concert. It was awesome. You know, there was one point where, uh, you know, what's his face? The guitarist gets on like a dude's shoulder and, you know, rides around the entire like arena, you know, uh, playing guitar because it was at the whatever the amphitheater is called now you know verizon wireless or hollywood casino I, yeah. well, Your timeline I, might be off because i i went to a to a acdc show at what used to be keel or whatever it was no no it's at, we were at riverport whatever river oh, okay all right all right yeah i'm sorry because it was outside and it was a hundred thousand degrees outside got it and they're getting ready for the encore and they bring the cannons out and we're all screaming you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally he comes out and he's like, uh, hey, uh, I know you guys really want to hear, you know, the encore and and for those about to rock. But uh, Brian Johnson just passed out backstage. <laughs> it was that hot. Like he literally like passed out from the heat. And like, I get it. And I felt bad. But at the same time, I'm like, we don't need him. You know, you're fine. Shoot off the cannons, play the, <laughs> play the guitar. We can sing the song for you. So that was kind of a bummer. Um, and then my second one, we were at Rush, and it was probably at the same time period because my most of my main concert memories, man, I used to go like between like 95 and 2001, man, I used to do like 10, 15 concerts a summer. Like that was what I did all summer long. Uh, but we went and saw Rush, and it was again at Riverport. And I don't know how we ended up in the poo-poo section, I'm going to call it. <laughs> but me and my friend Phil, and I think it was my brother, my older brother, and I can't remember who else was with us. Where you know we're standing up and we're having a good time, and the usher came up to us and told us we had to sit down at a <laughs> rock concert. <laughs> I was so mad, and like we look around and like somehow we're in the only like little section of the entire arena that is sitting down, and like people behind us were getting mad that we were standing up, and I'm like, it's a freaking rock concert i was so pissed so mad <laughs> nice that's good luck that's you good. got any bad ones um i don't know if it's bad so uh 2010 we went to uh kc rock fest so kc yep. rock fest around that time was uh it was a one-day show downtown kansas city in the park basically. And, uh, I was, I was looking at the lineup. And so the, there were, there was a two stages. There's 60,000 people there one day. Um, and the, the lineup was like, uh, hailstorm, rev theory, drowning pool, Papa Roach, see there three days. Grace Godsmack was the main stage. Five finger was on the second. It was a pretty good lineup. And, uh, it starts raining mm. at, I don't know, nine, nine thirty. <laughs> The show starts at one thirty. was the first band. And so it's raining and it's raining and it's raining. And we go and we're drinking because the, the, the good part was so the they try to their goal was to try to keep prices down. So everything was five dollars or less. Nice. All drink, oh, all nice. Five dollars or less. Yeah. And uh, so we're heavily into it. It's like six o'clock. See, there's on and we're standing. I don't know. In an six inches, ten inches of mud, just it's just mud everywhere. People are sliding down hills and muds and mud things. Uh, uh, people are are especially females are trying to go to the bathroom and they slid down the hill and into Ugh. some stuff. And it was just crazy. It's a, I'll never forget it. the The show was good, 
but everything else was just like just ugh, we had to yeah i mean i we just threw away clothes uh, we just we just threw away shoes and clothes because we're we're not even going to deal with all this stuff. I'm just picturing you guys driving home in like your underwear because everything else is just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good. That would have made the story better. That story better. <laughs> that's what I'm going. That's in my head. That's how that. In my head, that's how it ended. You said you threw away everything, so in my head, that's how it ended. Now that guy presents Gab. Welcome to Kid Gab, sort of. So I feel like we haven't really been like, <laughs> eh, we haven't really been pushing the kids segment for a while, probably because we ran out of good ideas. Lukey apparently has some form of kid idea that was going to make him sound really good. And the rest <laughs> of us sound feel awful. like jerks. So this is really a segment for him. Yeah, I, 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 I like how you came in strong and then just backed off immediately. Welcome to Kid Gab. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. <laughs> sort of. Thanks. But, right? Before we get right. into it. Realistic expectations is what I'm all about here. <laughs> Before we get into it, I got a new beer. Me too. So uh, you want to go? You want to introduce yours first? Sure. I don't. So uh, I've got a Chief Blackhawk Porter from Tyrania. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't ever been there, I know, Luck, you go up to Wisconsin a lot. Uh, this is in Lake Mills, Wisconsin, which is kind of between Milwaukee and Madison. And okay. is probably one of the coolest little breweries I've ever been to. Like, it has a real um, cheers feel when you walk in. Like, it's, it's nice. You know, a nice craft beer place, but, like, where everybody is friendly and they know your name and like the, there's like regulars <laughs> all over the place and they come in and they have like their own cup. Like they do like a mug thing um, nice. every year where like they have like 200 mugs on the wall. And if you're lucky enough to be one of the mug owners, you just walk in and they're like, Oh, Hey Phil. And they grab your mug off the wall and hand it to you. And I guess like, I think if like um, if you have one of these mugs uh, it's like, five or six dollars or something like that and it doesn't matter what you're putting into it it can be you know the blonde you know ale or it can be the um you know imperial stout it doesn't matter you're a club owner you get a six dollar beer no matter what you do That's so awesome. the place is just awesome i highly recommend it if anybody goes there and i happened to be in hyvee the other day and i'd never seen this in springfield and i'm like oh well crap i'm gonna buy this and it's a it's a it's a it's a really good porter i mean there's nothing it's you know it's just solid beer so there you go uh checking nice. through my untapped i've had seven different tyranina beers but not that one so okay well, well you can get it up they have it at hy right on i have uh this was a spur of the moment i was buying uh beer in wisconsin and i was i saw this and i was like huh let's try it um, and it is Alesmith Brewing Company, and it is called uh, Horny Devil. Nice. It is. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Uh, it is uh, 10%, though. So, yeah, get it. There you go. It says it's a Belgian-style ale brewed with coriander. So we'll see. I, don't, I haven't tried it yet. So this is the uh, first time. I have checked in, actually, several of their things. Because I'm a nerd and keep track of that. Sure. Um, also, it appears that when they do reds, um, like here's an Evil Dead red that they had that they do 
the ABV is 6.66%, <laughs> which they also did for the My Bloody Valentine red, which is also 6.66%. So apparently that's their thing. Uh, this is really good. Nice. Really good. Really good. What is? I'm sorry. One more time. What's it called? Horny Devil. Ah, uh, yes. How could I forget? <laughs> um so luke you had the you had the kid so anyways idea. yeah you know i had a night i was thinking you know hamilton came out on disney plus uh this week and am i still recording because i froze up on my screen again you are I still recording you. i'm not gonna touch anything then <laughs> um so hamilton came out on disney channel again uh, this weekend i think it was on friday and you know, I was thinking about, you know, proud dad moments, you know, something that you maybe not wouldn't have normally done, but you were doing something for your kid. And I remember when Hamilton was, this was a, you know, this Hamilton really blew up what about two, three years ago. And like everybody was going and my, my yeah. daughter was like, I really want to go see Hamilton dad. How can we, how do we get tickets? Can we really, really go? And I'm like, I look at ticket prices and they're ridiculous. Like they're mm -hmm. like two, three, four hundred dollars or something like that. On like a uh, just a weeknight, they were ridiculous. Like, yeah, that's exactly. not even weekend prices. A hundred percent. And I was I was kind of looking, and on their app, they do this lotto thing where you could register, and if you won, you won tickets to like the next day's show for ten bucks. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I jokingly started doing it, and I literally every day for a year, over a year, it was almost a year and a half, I loaded up that app. I clicked on the entry, sometimes in multiple cities. Like I remember it was in Chicago and St. Louis for a while. It was in like Columbus, Ohio for a while. And I'm like, that's a five and a half hour drive. I could pull that off. And every day for almost a year and a half, I loaded that app up and I clicked the inner form. And my wife was like, you're never going to win. You've been doing this forever. Why are you still doing it? I'm like, I don't know. And then one day <laughs> it just popped up. You won. And I was like, Oh shit, I can't believe that I just did that. <laughs> and like I just instantly the smile didn't leave my face for like three days. Like I ran over to my boss. I'm like, I need tomorrow off because like literally that's how it worked. It was like the next day you had to go get the tickets. And so um, you know, I did the whole thing where like I you know, I think it always pops up in my Facebook because I taped her like opening the thing because I kept telling her she had to go to bed early that day because it was would have been on like a Friday or something like that. And I'm like yeah, you know, I'm like, you have to go to bed early, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I don't understand why. And so she finally like did the thing where she opened up a thing and she was like ecstatic. And so we drove up and, and it's really good. It was fantastic. The seats were actually really good for $10. There was like, it was a little bit of obstructed view because it was down near the bottom. Um, but, you know, it was just, just, you know, I knew she wanted to go. There was no way I was going to be able to buy tickets on the norm. And I just... I'm like, you know, I'm just going to keep doing this and I'm going to keep doing this. And then I finally won. And it was fantastic. That's pretty so awesome. proud dad moment right there. Yes. That's yeah. Outstanding. That's a great story. It really is. Which is why if you think about it a few minutes ago when I said, this is what's going to make Luke look awesome. I don't have anything right now off the top of my head to compete with that. So cool. You'll yeah. get there, Mike, someday. <laughs> Thank you. Your kid's still young. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I, we got nothing. I mean, probably the, the best thing that I've got, and I don't even know if it compares to that, we went to, um, when my oldest daughter was four, we went to Disney World. And 
we just decided we we had won like a uh, free hotel stay basically free lodging and so in orlando we're like well we'll just go right it was kind of uh it wasn't planned a year ahead of time it was like a month or two we just decided to go and we're like well let's just do it up a little bit so i was researching stuff because i'm a researcher i find out things and uh, i saw that they had uh princess makeovers so you oh. could pay for a princess makeover and like you and there was different packages and i'm like i don't know if we're ever gonna do this again so you know i'm just kind of splurging right now so we we got the the so she got a dress and she got a full makeover and they did the, the hair and everything uh-huh. and then uh as I'm talking to the lady, because you had to call, of course, you couldn't just book it online. Yeah, yeah. Talking to the lady on the phone, she's like, "Well, would you want to do like a carriage ride with her afterwards?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, how much is that?" And it was like thirty bucks or something. It wasn't like crazy. I was oh. like, well, "Why don't you go ahead and add that all in there too?" Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, so that was like one night. And then the next day, we were going to go into Magic Kingdom in the park, and I. I was kind of doing what you were doing when I was online because there, there's you can actually have breakfast in the castle with the princesses, mm-hmm. and so I was just kind of online, just refreshing and like just kind of checking every day. And then it was like ten thirty at night, and there was a spot open at like six thirty in the morning. So we got in the park even before everybody else was in the park. So we were in the park by ourselves, and we got in. We had breakfast with the princesses, and we just went about our way. <laughs> Wow, you guys and are really did, jerks, did, man. Like, I don't she, have anything that I can off the top of my head that I can compete did, when, with. You guys are... When when she had the makeover luck, did she love it at first, but then like two hours later just want her hair out? No, <laughs> she, she loved it the whole time. She's, oh, okay. She, we I remember we did we went like so we went we went in like 2013 so the kid the girls were a little younger and we kind of we didn't do the full package we just did like the makeup and the hair and like a wand and whatnot and like it was all fun when it was done but I remember about three or four hours later my both of my girls just complaining about how tight they had pulled <laughs> her hair back they're like my head hurts so bad because they just. They like literally like pull the heads back so tight to get them in the bows and everything like that. And they just wanted to go back to the room and take all the pants out. <laughs> no, I was, I mean, it was super impressive on like how detailed that whole thing was and what they oh, yeah. did. Just phenomenal stuff. Yeah. And then for the, we did, we did a similar one for Colin when we were there. Um, and honestly, the, these days the girls say they wish they would have done that one where you go to like the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean a- area and they dressed my son up like a pirate and they gave him like, you know, a patch, nice. a headband and, and whatnot. So that's pretty sweet. And I think yeah, now they do, they do like uh, Jedi school stuff too, right? Like I think that's the yeah, thing now. I think so, that. yeah. That'd be pretty sweet as well. Yeah. Sweet. Good, I'm proud of both of you. Thanks for making me feel bad. <laughs> Appreciate it. You're welcome, Mike. Anytime. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we're back for season two of the most popular segment <laughs> of the show odds and ends Woo! glenn how are you buddy i know it's still upsetting to you that you're number two that's okay it's okay 
I'm speaking right right to you, friend to friend. Hope you're okay. Hope you're doing yeah. well. Yes, doing well. I expect a text after you hear that part of the show too. Right. Probably. On I want to be on a show with Glenn still. Some. I do want to be on a show with Glenn sometimes because I do want to play over underrated. I really do. Just. I, I made it easy it? for you guys. I made a schedule and just sign up. Like. <laughs> hey, I went out there and put my name on everything. I know. I'm super proud of you. You signed up for like every other week. I'm so excited. Yeah. You signed up. Did Mike sign up? No. No. <laughs> the no. expectation is Mike is just going to be here every week. <laughs> what, He's what on your personality. What, what are you researching over there, Mike? I'm like, God dang it. So stop, man. Look, sometimes I have questions and they're in there and they're in my brain and I'm happy about it. And I'm like, yeah, it's a good one. And then sometimes we get to odds and ends and I'm like, oh no, I don't have a question. And it's a lot of pressure. Like I don't want another cereal soup question that just everybody poo poos on. So well, it was a dumb question. First of all, (laughs) I didn't just make that up off the top of my head. That's an internet question and it's a thing. Okay, to well, be fair, to be fair, my cousin uh, a couple weeks ago he posted something similar, saying uh, cereal is just soup, and it, it was just an out of the blue post. So see, when when you have an ice cream versus like cake one or whatever that we've done before, that it's like forty nine fifty one. That's a real question. <laughs> this one was what 92 to 7 8 something like that no yeah yeah i mean that doesn't mean that 92 percent of the population can't be wrong on something correct i mean nickelback still has a career Burn! <laughs> who doesn't love a good nickelback joke I... right <laughs> Nickelback sucks. <laughs> I feel like we're going to hear from Glenn on that one, too. Mike <laughs> had the first CD, and he really liked it. I still have Nickelback on like some of my workout music. So, <laughs> um, are, here, here's, a, here's a real question after reading some articles today. Are oh. we going to have a baseball season? I, Whew, um, I, I hope so. I worry the same about the basketball. The I worry about the basketball season too. Like, like, like two weeks ago, everything seemed fine. But yep, end of July, everybody's going, and people just keep dropping. So, like, I don't, yeah. like, I don't know what's going to happen. I know LeBron's going to be there because he believes he can win a title this year, and he's not throwing that away for anything. <laughs> how many? How many did you say that the Cardinals had four? Four test positive, and they're Anybody waiting important? on others. Uh, it was uh, Martinez was one. Oh, uh, uh, it was pit. They were all pitchers. I, I know the Cubs all- didn't. The Cubs didn't have anybody. They, and they, they were only all pitchers. Big- Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. So the only big names I've heard opt out so far are David Price and Zimmerman of the Nationals. Yeah, uh, the guy from Colorado. Yeah, Desmond Ian Desmond. Yeah. Oh, did he? Okay. Well, Black, he had a didn't big, Blackman long, test like, positive? Did who? The Blackman from the Rockies test positive? I don't know. I thought I heard that. 
Um, I know Trout said he's still up in the air about playing because he's there. I guess he's just about to have a kid soon. Yeah, he's super nervous because he's about to have a kid. I know Harper's super nervous because his wife is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, I mean, they're still slated. They've started practices again, so I think it really just depends on safety and and how you know how well they can keep everybody contained and everything contained. Um, and I hope yeah. they do it. That's kind of where it is. Like, and here's the thing, like, you know, if, if I know the guys want to have fun and stuff like that, but I think if you're going to do this, like, like the Cubs is a perfect example. Why are you not just, okay, you, we've tested everybody. Everybody's positive. You own the hotel across the street. You can move the families in if need be too. And you just move everybody into that hotel. And then there's no worries about, you know, you still got your families with you. There's no worries about, you know, um, going out to dinner or anything like that or it, having any risk of hopefully knock on wood of exposure. I think the Cardinals have a hotel across the street they could do the same thing with. You know, you still have yeah. the fear of travel because you're still having to go from St. Louis to Chicago. But if you're all on a bus or a plane together and you're not interacting with people, it could help everything. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's only 60 games, so it's only two months. Right. I mean. Right. They're in a totally different situation than basketball. Basketball has played 75% of their season. They're all going to one site and just saying, like, look, we're going to get this done and get out. Like, did you you see that that all the teams moved their own court down there? No, I didn't. No. There's pictures of it online. In the hotel, like, ballroom. There's all the practice courts lined up side by side, and wow. it's the actual team's practice court that they shipped down because they showed all the 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 semi trailers, and they just got the courts <laughs> piled up on the semi trailers. It was wow. actually really cool, right? Oh, that's like, awesome! Yeah, so right, like it makes sense that they're just trying to get it done. Things like baseball, things like football, like like you gotta you gotta rethink your whole plan. And yeah, I, I feel like that's that's a harder thing to do than what, yeah. what basketball's angling for. I, I I mean I hate the Red Sox, but I saw. Um, I like that uh, idea. The Red Sox. Yeah, where they they turned their suites into locker rooms, uh-huh. so each player has their own suite locker room area. Yeah, so, so they're not even. Space, I think it's two players per suite or something yeah. like that, just to space everybody out even more. Nice. I thought that I thought that was a great idea, to be honest. So. Um, another one of the ones I've liked so far. Did you hear about the Oakland A's? I was going to bring that up. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, like, you know, they basically said no fans. We're not even going to worry about it. But, and I think it's like anywhere between fifty-five and like one hundred and twenty-five dollars. You can have a cardboard cutout of yourself placed in the stands, and then like the higher you play, the the better the position it is where your cutout might get hit with a foul ball. And if you get hit with a foul ball, they will mail the foul ball to you. Yes, they'll mail you the ball. Yeah, uh, I did hear that. That's I saw fantastic. that on Facebook. I didn't know if that was legit or if that was just a Facebook hoax that was floating around. But if that's no, legit, every yeah. team should be on board. Right. Like, yes. recoup some of your money. Yeah. Let's go. Well, they're not even trying to – the A's aren't even trying to recoup money off of it. I think they said all of the profits from it are going to charity. Oh, there you I go. don't believe – the A's? The, the yeah, A's that's not doing that. Yeah, the A's are sending money to charity <laughs> instead of just trying to stay afloat. Right, I mean, they cry prop poverty more than anybody in baseball. Like, yeah, Here you go. I got it for you. Proceeds from the sales go to the Alameda County Food Bank 
East Oakland Youth Development Center and Oakland African American Chamber of Commerce. Good for yep. them. Good for them. I would do that. I would I'm pay a hundred. Uh, yeah, if, if somebody that. was like, if the Cubs were like, "Hey, one hundred and twenty-five bucks, you can stick a picture of you in this," I'd be like, "Okay." And I don't even have one hundred and twenty-five bucks. <laughs> yeah, I might get a foul ball because I've never even been close to getting a foul ball before. Nah, me so. either. Yeah. Neither. So absolutely, I would do it. And with my luck, this is going to sound really, really bad and really, really awful. With my luck, like if I caught a foul ball, there'd be like some cute little six-year-old girl next to me, and I'd be like, crap, now i got to give the ball to you. <laughs> got to give the ball up. Got to give it up. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah I guess rules. you do. That's the rules. Got to give it up. Are, would, you, uh, would you keep the home run ball if you're at Wrigley? Instead of giving it to a little girl? No, no. If yeah. you if you're the, instead of you're instead the, of throwing it back, back. Like I would like oh. to tell you that I would be smart enough to do the like the switcheroo. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I feel like if you're in the bleachers and you're in a home run zone, like you need to have a ball in your pocket for just that reason. Just so you can go on national news and then be like, "Look at this guy! <laughs> Give the kid the switcheroo." Like. No, like, because you know you got to throw it back. Like, if I have to throw it back, then I'm throwing my my my. Oh, we're gonna we're Wrigley rules, and then you caught an opposing home run. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it probably would depend on who hit it too. Like, if it's somebody really cool, like. You know, if it's an interleague game and Mike Trout hits a home run, like I want to keep that ball. Like, <laughs> if it's Chase Utley, then you throw it back. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> and yes, I'm aware he's retired, but I'm bringing it full. I get it. I get it. Did either of you watch the uh, MLB show on Griffey? The, no. the documentary on Griffey. It was pretty no. good. Uh, it was pretty good. A couple of cool moments with his dad. You know when they hit back-to-back home runs and in the same game and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, I uh, saw the clip floating around the internet about why he would never sign with the Yankees, but I think that which, was all I – Which was awesome. Yeah, Love it. right? Loved it. It was fantastic. I'm like, good what, job. What's his – why? Who? So the story had something to do with – it was when his dad was playing with the Yankees and – Griffey was sitting in the dugout and somebody came up to them and was like, Hey, you know, the owners basically said you, you, your kid can't be there. And, you know, Griffey senior was polite and he's like, you know, okay, fine, whatever. But before he did that, he, I guess, whispered to Griffey and he says, Hey, before you leave, take a look at like second or third base. And it was another players, another white players kid taking grounders at third base. Oh, so because of that, Griffey kind of basically made a vow right there. He would never sign with the Yankees, no matter how much money they could give him. I just love that. He said he was never going to sign with the Yankees. So Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he basically, well, it's funny too, because the way he put it is like the Yankees could be the only major league baseball team left. And I still wouldn't sign with them. Yeah. He, he said he would retire. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love the passion. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, so hopefully we'll get baseball. We'll see. I'm more worried about if we start and then we get 20 games in and then it all spirals down from there. And then that's kind of more what I fear. I think. Why? why? I, at least we got 20 games. We got something. We I got guess some, we got something. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
it's already kind of a lost season anyway in my mind. So oh, if we yeah. get and we get and some just some sort of distraction to where I can wake up that day and I'm going to say I get to watch some live sports tonight. Yeah. That's and and I'm okay. I get to watch the Cardinals tonight and I'm fine with that. And I if it's only good. If it's if it's only 20 games, it's only 20 games. Yeah. I think we start Cubs Cardinals at Wrigley too. Have they released the schedule? I haven't seen any. I haven't so. released the whole schedule, but that's I've been I've heard the at least that piece is, is like the twenty fourth or twenty fifth or something like that is the Cubs Cards first games of the season will be against each other at Wrigley. That makes sense. I know yeah. they're starting out strong with Nationals Yankees on that night game, the first the first game. Yeah. And I saw Cardinals are supposed to play White Sox at uh Field of Dreams. Nice. Um if, yeah. if that happens. If that happens, yeah. That's kind of that one of those ones where I'm like, do you really – I mean, as much as I get it and it's fun, do you really need to throw out like a side risk right there like that? <laughs> right. Although nobody's there, so – Right. <laughs> but is I get that, the travel. Is it that much different? Like, it's, yeah, I get the travel and all, and all that stuff. Too. Yeah. So I don't know. Did Mike have you watched any of the the TB the was it the the TBT tournament or whatever going on? It's it's like the the college all the the old college all star tournament that's happening right now basketball wise. I have no idea what you're talking about. So they have they call it the basketball tournament, and they take all these old guys who used to play that you would recognize. They some of them made the NBA, some of them didn't, and they they join up with their other guys who used to play for the same school, like, but then maybe not at the same time. And they have a tournament and the, the winning team gets like $2 million. Oh. And, uh, it's going on right now. ESPN's showing some of the games. Nice. And, uh, um, that's where they have the Elam ending though. Um, where, so if the, once there's five minutes left, the winning team gets 10 points ahead and they set like, so let's say you and I are playing, and you're up, so at five minutes left, let's say you have 70, I have 60, and they say, all right, the first one to 80 wins. There's no time. There's no fouling to stop the clock or anything like that. Kind of like what they try to do with the All-Star game a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Huh. It's like, yeah, last night they had a uh, – it was basically a walk-off dunk that ended the game, nice. which was, which was kind of cool, like, you know, stuff like that. Awesome. Nice. Well, I'm a little upset. I'm just now hearing about it, but all right. I think they're just in round two. I think they just had the first round. So, there you go. Awesome. Do we have a question? We Did do. We, come up we do. All right. All right. I feel like this might cause a little bit of fights somewhere, but I want to know. Fights, fight, fight, right. fight, fight. What's the thing that your spouse dislikes? That you continue to wear. Oh, wear. Repeat the question clearly, please. What's a thing that your spouse dislikes that you continue to wear? Whether it be a particular shirt, an, a style of clothing, um, you know, shoes, whatever. Whatever it is that your wife doesn't like, or reverse, if there's a thing, I feel like, Whatever, if, if you're a girl and you want to weigh in and it's something that your husband doesn't like, what's a thing that you continue to wear that your significant other 
does not like. I don't should know. I should I mention my speedo? Does that count? Ooh, <laughs> yes. Go. I feel like that. I, I don't know. Maybe Lady Luck likes the speedo. I don't know. I mean, I I've know. been married for 15 years, so I'm pretty sure my wife just dresses me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something, there's something hidden deep in that closet that periodically you still bring out that I'm sure she rolls her eyes at. I think she hid or throw away most of those. Mm. I'll have to look. I, I, if you were going to say what is what is that I continue to do that she hates, it would be fold towels. She she says I fold towels incorrectly. I just gave <laughs> up. On well, man, I would well, give up, but she doesn't fold the towels, so somebody's got to do them. And then I'm like, well, if you don't like the way I fold them, do them. And then she just gruffs and pouts and walks away. <laughs> nice. <laughs> She's uh, not listening. It's fine. All right. Come on. We need the downloads. Get her to listen. Oh. Right? <laughs> Pump the numbers. We're not bashful here, okay? We're not. We'll, we're, we'll, we'll gladly. How does she just... not at least listen to the episodes that you're on? Like, I get if she doesn't listen to ones that are just me and luck, but you're on it. How does mm, she not true. listen to it? I don't know. That's malarkey. Yeah. Yeah. Get it together, Lady Luke. We're, we we love each other. We're bad at supporting each other. <laughs> all right, all right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, before we get out of here, I didn't get to bring it up earlier. Uh, did you guys listen to the new uh, Seven Dust song? No, no, I haven't heard it. You should check it out. Put it's it good. on the face. Put it on the Facebook. Put it on the Facebook. On the Facebook. Are are you my my senior citizen uncle? How big the is the Facebook? Is it? I don't know, but if you want me to, I can put it on the Twitter later too. Ooh, oh, there you go. There you, there go. you go. It's a uh, it's it's a Soundgarden cover actually. Oh, of what of what song? Uh, the day I tried to live. Uh, okay, I okay. know that song. So yeah, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm just gonna just you know give it a gander, give it a listen, watch it. Put it on the Facebook. On the Facebook. On the Facebook. All right. Um, I think uh, we're about out of time. Don't yes, you think? Uh-huh. All right, I agree. We're gonna, we will uh, hopefully do better for you next week. Uh, make sure to check out the new website, uh, dadgabshow.com. and uh, make sure you're liking us on Facebook and Twitter. As uh, Luke will be tweeting out stuff for us uh, from now on, since Mike sucks at it. Brand so you never know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from us Fair. to you, uh, we'll talk to you next week, and we'll keep the bar still open for you. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening. This presentation of the Dad Gab Show has been brought to you by the Dad Gab Network and its parent company, Dad Gab Entertainment.